Welcome back to Slightly Underwhelming, the podcast that is kind of just a big mess right now. We have a great show for you today. First, we're going to sit down with one Illinois Wesleyan student and chat about wacky headlines and her Thanksgiving break. Later, we're going to hear from another student about her eye-opening study abroad experience. Joining us now is Catherine to talk about her various study abroad experiences. So why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners? Hello, Governor. Um, my name's Catherine Hennebury. I'm from Springfield, land of corn, land of Lincoln. Um, I just, study abroad has changed me for the better, for the worse. You know, I just am my experiences. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. How many times have you studied abroad? Um, the question is, Tara, when haven't I studied abroad? Um, the reality of my situation is, you know, I've been out of the country about 7,000 billion times, but in reality, my life is studying abroad. I am the IWU Study Abroad program. It is me. I don't, I don't know how you could even, that's possible, but you know, like what, what do you want to tell the listeners about study abroad? Um, well, basically, Tara, I just want to say that it changes you, like, physically. Um, How does it physically change you? Where did you go that just... I've become different things. I've become different people, but somehow have all been the same person. Who have you been? Everyone. (laughs) And no one at the same time. That is the magic of leaving the U.S. borders. It's hard to get in, but... It's useful to get out. <laughs> well, what is it? What is it like now that you've uh, returned? You've graced us with mm-hmm. your presence once mm-hmm. again. Well, everyone disgusts me. Um, I just really enjoy Europe. Um, I enjoy the air there. The dirt tastes better. Um, wait, wait! You tasted you like lit. You got down on your knees and like licked the dirt. Listen, you have not studied abroad correctly. If you haven't tasted the earth of other locations. What locations have you tasted? What did they taste like? Um, well, basically, I mean, I've been to Vietnam and the Philippines and Italy and Greece and France. Um, the, uh, you know, the, the, the taste of each individual place depends, like, is it salty? Is it close to the sea? Um, what does it smell like? Um, you know, Ho Chi Minh City had a little bit of uh, oil from all the motorbikes just embedded in the, the soil. Um, that rhymed because I'm creative um, post-study abroad. Um, anyway, but then, you know, London, London uh, soil tasted like tea and royalty. And um, once again, I rhymed again, royalty. Royalty? Yes. I am a poet. the way you've done studied. I am a poet. I am a Nobel laureate. These are all the identities that I've, you know, really bequeathed. That is not the proper English word, but basically I can make the dictionary now. Did you forget English when you were abroad? Like, I know they don't really speak... Qu'est-ce que c'est? No habla anglais. Anglais? What does that mean? Uh, Fromage, uh, mon petit biscuit. Uh, Do you not have culture here? So is it it expensive to uh, study abroad then? Or like, Um, what's the cost like in other countries? Well, can you really put a cost on uh, a fruitful 
experience. What is what is an experience but expensive? Um, but expenses, you mean? Oh, there are no expenses when you study abroad. Because None? No. You, 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 you're learning. I would think plane tickets are pretty expensive. Learning is the currency here. <laughs> Whereas here, we're, we're in America right now, and it seems like you don't think we can learn anything in America. Well, I don't have an American brain anymore. Um, Post-leaving, um, the moment I got my passport, I crossed out America and just said, United States of and you know that is something that has altered me i am my you my own united states of united states of what the world (laughs) (laughs) so slightly underwhelming had a bit of a technical difficulty and we ran out of ideas and things to do for the podcast so what we did is we found the first person on the street that was willing to talk to us. Literally, the first person on the street. Literally, yes, the first person. I was coming on the to pick up your other, your other participant, and I was ripped into it. But I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're glad to be here. You wanna you wanna introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah. Um. My name's Emily. I'm a junior at Wesleyan, environmental studies major, Spanish minor, female. Uh, you're not sure if you're female. No, I'm or... just looking at Catherine. About to, <clears throat> there it is. Um, yeah, I'm on the track team. I don't know. I don't know. That's about it. Were we supposed to be talking about Thanksgiving or something? <laughs> yeah. So I just got texted this question by like one of my friends, and I was wondering if I could ask it to you too. Is that okay with you? I guess I have to say yes. Okay. So if you had a 25 pound turkey mm-hmm. and you wanted to cook it in the microwave, how long would you microwave it for? Do I have to fit the whole turkey in the microwave? You're, yeah, you're microwaving a like turkey. Like all at once? Most of it at once. Most of it at once? Most of it at once. Like at least 82% What does most even mean? Oh, okay. Um, if I had... Okay. Well, how... <laughs> I have to mentally visualize like how large a frozen turkey is. Is it... Are we microwaving it from frozen or from thawed? I don't know. How do you microwave it? The advice is to, is to cook it from room temperature room temperature as you do with all meat so you start otherwise it cooks unevenly so yes i would microwave it from room temperature 82 percent of it according to your rules <laughs> so you'd have to chop something off i don't know what, what would you, a leg or I something i don't know i don't <laughs> i'm not a big fan of turkey so like i don't you know are, you are vegetarian um okay i guess you would chop off 18 percent of the turkey and then shove it you would have to cram it in there like unless you had a really large microwave um, I can't think of like a you'd big, have to shove it in there. Really, sh- you'd really have to shove it in there. You'd really have to shove it in there, and it couldn't rotate either. <laughs> so like you wouldn't get that, you wouldn't get that like even cooking that you're supposed you'd, to get with a microwave. Yeah, you just like bite. It, it would so cook raw. like from the inside out. Um, this like this really movie. pains me to think about. Um, I guess I would put it in there for like, oh god, maybe. At least half an hour. You'd have to put it in there for like <laughs> half, half an hour. hour. Half an hour of microwaving? That's a thick That's a thick bird, Tara. That's a thick amount of time. It's a thick bird. What? So when you go home, are you excited to go home for like Thanksgiving break this year? Well, we're going to Disney World. I'm not going home, actually. <gasps> what? Going home for uh, like a day and then we're flying to Disney World. Oh my God. Um, 
we're all grown adults, but it's happening anyway. <laughs> this is the best except for except for my youngest world. brother, he's not a grown adult, but um, the rest of us are definitely over eighteen. Um, very excited. It's like more fun, I think, the older you get for some reason. Yeah, have you been there before? Yeah, several times, <laughs> several times, Tara. Um, there's a plan this year. There's a new park in Disney World. It's like Avatar themed. I don't know if you knew that. It's oh a- it's Avatar themed. It's oh. Pandora, and it's like brand new. Um, Climb the so, tree for me, please. Like, I think it's becoming like a sort of weird family tradition to go to thanks or Disney for Thanksgiving. Um, what did you do before? How does it transition from like turkey to like um, let's go to Disney World? I think I don't know. We're sort of the kind of family that's like my it's my mom's side of the family, and we're all sort of like that the fuck it type of person. Like, like what's the need for? for goofy traditions um cooking is hard why not have someone cook for you why not make mickey mouse do it right on thanksgiving right we were so we looked up a couple of headlines on huffpost.com because our producer saved us from getting too boring and weird and uh <laughs> this one <laughs> reminded me of spirit animals and i want to ask you if it would be yours okay so the headline reads police lock up angry raccoons drunk on crab apple hooch until I they sober up saw that the other day you saw that You've the headline. headline no i saw the raccoons in person <laughs> no were you one of the raccoons i do really like raccoons you do i do they're like wait but can you sort of go ahead can you explain what crab apple hooch is hooch just sounds like a weird i know it's I think... an alcohol but like well i think it's just a word for like uh moonshine moonshine is like, like any fermented crab apple? right any sort of alcohol that you've created from foraged sources i think <laughs> unless do you're you growing f- crab apples on purpose i guess you could give it a do legitimate name but forage frequently um i think this year was the first time i like officially foraged when the pawpaws on <gasps> the campus pawpaws, yes yeah can you explain what pawpaws are? Yeah, it's... Well, I learned in, in our class with mm-hmm. Dr. Sainsbury, um, mm-hmm. thinking like a mountain for anyone who doesn't know, um, about the this Native American fruit um, that has been growing here for God knows how long, but um, no one really knows about it because they don't sell it in stores. It's like a tropical fruit that, that grows in Illinois. Kind of mm-hmm. tastes like a mango and a banana, I would say, or a mango and a pear, maybe. Maybe all three of those fruits, right? Maybe like, all three together, together into like a, a right. thin skin, right? But they're they're really good, and and no one really knows about them because um, they're not sold in stores. But um, yeah, Doctor Sainsbury sort of sent an email out uh, telling us that the pawpaws had dropped because they all drop at once. It's an event, mm-hmm. and you have to be there the second it happens. And so it's right by the Peace Garden, and um, I went What's out and Peace Garden? foraged. Well, it's a garden. Oh my god. <laughs> um it's the campus garden. It's lovely. Um we're growing greens right now. It's behind the welcome center. That's nice. Tara is my colleague. So I is know. Catherine. Hello. Yes. All three of us. All yeah. the Peace Garden presidents are here tonight. That's right. Gathered wow. here. Reunion. To celebrate podcast. Yeah. Catherine does not like pawpaws. Pawpaws do not like Catherine. Oh, they fucked oh, yes. up Catherine. They, yeah. yeah, they messed up Catherine's digestive system for a little while. But a lot right. of things have messed up Catherine's digestive system in the last <laughs> couple months. 
Exactly. (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) Cut that part out. Cut that shit. So the next headline. So the next, not about crab apple hooch. I just want to, I just want as many excuses as possible to say crab apple hooch. Because how, like, say it. Crab apple hooch? Tell me you don't want to say it again. Uh, Right now, (laughs) I have another headline that reads, Fan names 27 cheeses in 30 seconds at Milwaukee Bucks game. Could you, Milwaukee. do you know 27 cheeses even? Can I start listing them? Would you them? go to a Milwaukee? I'm going to give you 30 I, seconds, I will, actually. Actual, I will bet you actual money that I can name 27. 27 cheeses in 30, se- in 30 seconds. Can I, can I name animals that lactate that you can make <laughs> cheese from? Because you could, you could name like hundreds of those <laughs> if you can make okay. you know i can't name hundreds of those i don't yes you can think of like think of like 10 like dolphins dolphins lactate they're mammals tara what kind of environmental studies student dolphins are you terrible. i took a recycling yes. quiz today and don't i'm not going to you try it the recycling quiz um i'm gonna i have 30 seconds i want to see how many either do you want to name cheeses or lactating animals as many as you can in 30 seconds. Cheeses. That's more of a Jesus, challenge. Yeah. More of a, that's more of a challenge than lactating animals. Tara, think about how many animals <laughs> there are. Mammals in particular. All I can think about right now is frogs. I don't know. That's the only animal I can think of. Horses. Do horses lactate? Tara. <laughs> think a little bit harder. Ducks. No. No. Ducks do not lactate. All right. Cheese. Cheese in 30 seconds. Can somebody count how many cheeses she names? Because I'm going to be laughing. Yeah, someone's going to have to count that shit for okay. me. Okay. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Cheese. Okay. Cheddar, mozzarella, gouda, um, feta cheese, uh, munster, um, goat. Did I say that? Goat cheese. Parmesan. Um, Parmesan. No. Oh my god. I really thought I knew more cheese than that. That's thirty that was thirty seconds. That was seven. That was seven cheeses in thirty seconds. I can feel you, like that's can you name oh Romano? You're not the big cheese. Josh anymore. should do this. Romano. Is, is John really good at naming cheeses? Cheese. I like cheese. Pimento. Pimento. I said mozzarella. The, the 30 seconds ended. Well, like Colby Jack, seconds. Pepper Jack. Do llamas lactate? Yes. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Slightly Underwhelming. If you're interested in getting involved, we're always looking to help expand our team. If you want to be a writer, if you want to be on the show, if you'd like to get involved with any sort of the process, you can email slightlyunderwhelmingpod at gmail.com. This is Tara Wilson, signing off.